Being a pirate is alright to be. Do what you want, cause a pirate is free. You are a pirate. You are a pirate. Hi, it's me, Gary. And I'm here with. That's not how we do it. You gotta introduce the show first, then you introduce me. Hi, welcome to Podcast Pirates, Emerson College's show that is broadcast on WECB. <laughs> Keep going, you're doing great. Keep I'm not back. bombing. <laughs> I'm not like Jocelyn Fox Speaking of this bombing. week's main challenge. <laughs> With, ah, my headphones just fell off my head. You're doing, joined, you're doing great, honey. <laughs> joined with me as always. No, introduce the show, the podcast, then you introduce Jesus. me. Jesus, alright. It's like, we have a strict format and we have to follow no, it. No, we do not. Everything each, must be exactly... <laughs> each week, Henry... This is a scripted or, show. Uh, my mystery co-host <laughs> yes. and I... <laughs> don't spoil it. Maybe we booked, Maybe we got our stuff together, we booked a guest, they don't know. Yeah, RuPaul herself is actually in the green room right now. Anyway... Um, the green room. <laughs> yeah, we have a green room, don't you know? Yeah, this is the bathroom by the studio. Yeah, it is green, right? After I left it. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um, the other... No, for some reason, the water in my toilet is blue now. Ooh. I think someone put a, like, a cleaner in it. Yeah, that makes but sense. But I was coming home from the TAM, which is a local where you, bar. Where you weren't drinking. Where I was not drinking, and I went to go pee... And it, I looked in the <laughs> toilet, and it was green. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> I was like, "That's weird. I haven't eaten a vegetable in six years." You need to hydrate more if you're making it green. What shade of green was it? On a scale of, um, <laughs> like, uh, it was kind of like a like Lipton, like a Lipton green tea. Okay, pistachio. It was like a pistachio. Let me do my scale joke. So on a scale of like, lip like a the sick emoji to, um. The dress that... Um, I just told you it was pistachio <laughs> ice cream from Carvel, so there are no nuts in it. Okay. But this is Podcasting Pirates. Where it's each not the name of the show. <laughs> literally kill yourself. Please. <laughs> this is a show, I guess whose name I don't know, <laughs> where each week... What my mystery co-host and I <laughs> good, rip off good. one podcast that the other one has never heard of. This week we're doing Drag Her, presented by Headgum and maybe Vulture, maybe not. Hosted <laughs> by Mono Agapian and Nicole Byer, where each week they take apart one episode from RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, I love Nicole current Byer. or previous. It was also hosted by um, Matt Rogers from Las Culturistas. When they did season eleven, and Joel Kim Booster, who wrote for the other two, and he was when c- they did All Stars four, I know Joel Kim Booster. Yeah, he's very funny. Yeah, and joined with me as always. I wonder who it is. Yeah, who could it be? <laughs> who could it be? Is the only person you will ever find at my stand-up show Aww. in front of a bunch of old people. <laughs> Henry Johnston. I would be the one going, yes, I love my curvy wife. <laughs> so this, the, um, we're going to recap an episode of Drag Race. And Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race, RuPaul's to be particular. Drag Race. Well, now there's a uh, Drag Race Thailand. 
Really? Mm-hmm. Which is presented by oh, someone else. That, okay, and that's like the major leagues of drag. It's insane. Yeah. I've seen a couple episodes. Someone went down the runway holding a candle. Oh my god! And then they put it down on the floor, and the judges were like, "I'm not impressed." And so the person was like, "I have to whip out the big guns." And I was like, "What's gonna happen?" And they lit their outfit on fire. Oh my god! And then walked off the runway. It was insane. Yeah, no, RuPaul is like the minor leagues to RuPaul. And then the Thailand. first challenge was a design challenge uh-huh. where you had to, which is typical for the first episode of every yeah. like season of Drag Race. Yeah. But they had to design an outfit that they could then do like a tearaway. Okay. Or like some kind of like gimmick reveal. Yeah. reveal. They could do like a reveal, a reveal, if you will, <laughs> and, and into I will. another outfit. And then they could reveal that reveal into a third outfit. Whoa. They had to make three outfits. It was like... In one outfit. A, a Thai Russian doll. One person came on like looking like a box and then they revealed that into like this cute little mini dress and then somehow that dress turned into three hula hoops of that's like together with fabric and then they just spun crazy. around and then walked off the stage. That's crazy. Obviously that person lost. <laughs> the I person mean, like went I think that person went home that episode which tells you that there were 11 people <laughs> better than yeah. that. Better than a box turning hey. into a cocktail dress turning into hoops. <laughs> Honey, this is Drag Race Thailand. This isn't RuPaul's Drag Race where you That's can just mess true. around. That's this is true. serious. I'm sure Nor way- is it Drag Race UK where you can really mess around because oh, yeah. there is no prize money. <laughs> Drag Race UK. Drag Race UK is no prize money. It's because no. it's public access. Yeah. It, like so Drag like, Race okay. UK is like the WECB of Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> and Drag Race Thailand is like... Oh, that's... Ninety-two point three. Ninety-two point three WERS. <laughs> no, ninety-two point three. What's that radio station? Who's your favorite WERS host? WERS has hosts. My favorite is our friend Olivia Eck. Oh, she is my favorite. Yeah, W-E-R-S. I was setting, I was setting you up for that, and you failed. I didn't know they had hosts. <laughs> um, but this day, this week, this episode, this episode of Henry and I will be recapping. RuPaul's Drag Race Season 6, Episode 8, Drag mm. Ra- drag Queens of Comedy, mm. and its corresponding Untucked. Mm-hmm. And we're both untucked right now. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm... Oh, no, wait. No, I'm not wearing oh, my tight wait, pants. Hold on. <laughs> I have a pair of pants that whenever I wear, I, like, have to strategically, like, maneuver my penis <laughs> so that it doesn't show. So that I just have a flat little area. I have a pair of underwear that does that and I only wear it when I haven't done laundry in a while your tucking underwear my tucking underwear I have a couple tucking underwear yeah. I, I like to wear it on a date yes like my tucking under panties yeah I, have, I say that as like a date <laughs> I have one cool pair of underwear um, that is only cool retroactively because my dad got it for me at Sam's Club because I said I need some more underwear. So he got me underwear at Sam's Club and it's like Champion brand. <gasps> but it was like before Champion like popped off. So at the time it was just like, you know, you know, five pack Champion underwear for like $10 or whatever. But now it's like super cool because it's like Champion is like a cool brand now. I'm going to re-plug in my headphones. Okay. But while I do that, Henry, I would love to know what your history with Drag Race is. How did you, when did it get on your radar? That's a great question. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. Um, Drag Race is 
Drag Race has been around for a while. It has. It's longer than I thought. There uh, are well, there's eleven seasons, mm-hmm. and then four seasons of All Stars, and it started I think in in oh nine oh eight or oh nine. Okay, I think probably around probably around when this episode came out. Must have been like a sophomore in high school when I first heard of Drag Race. Oh, so you found Drag Race like way before me. Really? I I am a late Drag Race fan, I must say. Okay. But I once I like got into it, I like really hit the ground running with it. Yeah. I I found out about it through a YouTube show which is called uh, <laughs> hosted by two Drag Race alum. Okay. One who won season three of All Stars unfairly, and one who lost season two of All Stars fairly. <laughs> um, but she was runner up. She had a good run. Okay. And I was like, oh my God, because they literally just sit in front of a green screen and talk about nonsense, but it's edited really funny and they're really funny. Yeah. So I just really thought it was awesome. And then I found out they were from Drag Race, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, maybe that? I should watch this. Yeah. I will say I was I heard of Drag Race before you. The first time I ever watched a Drag Race at Drag Race episode start to finish was about an hour ago. Really? <laughs> yeah. I have wow. never seen a full episode start to finish. Well, before we like recap the episode, mm-hmm. what did you think of the show? Of Drag Race. I think I thought it was good. I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was edited well. I I, I think it very much knows what it is. But Yeah, it understands that it's kind of stupid Mm -hmm. and that at least this episode the challenges are kind of like none of this has to do with what a drag queen does yeah yeah but if I had to say gun to my wig gun to my wig gun to my merkin if I if I had an hour left to live and someone said you can watch an episode of drag race or an episode of project runway I would pick Project Runway 10 out of 10 times. And that is my most controversial opinion. I mean, I think that's... I'm Yeah, okay. Project <laughs> Runway is fun. I just think Drag Race is such an... I, well, you started kind of midway through the season. Sure. And what's so n- neat about the better seasons of Drag Race, there's been some that really suck. Um, but they it's edited so well that they always find a great narrative and they always find a good way to like really get you to root for specific people. Yeah. Which is kind of awesome. It's you can really tell the producers are like deep in that edit bay. Yeah. Like making sure the show is how they want it to be. Which I think is good because like I yeah. don't watch I don't know. I don't watch like America's Next Top Model so I can like watch people become models. I watch America's Next Top Model so I can see Tyra Banks scream at Tiffany (laughs) because she read better than any of those other girls and she... Wait, what is it? And we were rooting for her. We (laughs) We were were all rooting rooting for her. I watched... watched And I want Tiffany to learn from this, to grow from this, and to change. (laughs) I watched America's Next Top Model because I liked photography. (laughs) I used to watch that show a lot when I was a kid just because, like, I enjoyed the photography. (laughs) It's really, like... uh, And, like, all the cool sets and stuff. It was, like... I think Drag Race gets that, like, we want to see people fight. Yeah. And I've heard through the rumor mill, because I know people, I know a lot of people in LA 
RuPaul, like, before they start rolling mm-hmm. the first episode, RuPaul gets up and is like, hi, yes, you're here to compete. Yeah, you're sh- here to show that you're talented. This is a TV show. Yeah. So, like, let's all understand that. And now let's have a fun time. Which I think I that, that is the air of the show. Yeah, it's not pretending, like, it's, it's not like Amazing Race or the bachelor and pretending to be like a social experiment or like a serious game show. Well, it is a social experiment and a serious game show. Okay. Okay. Anytime you put like 10 to 12 gay people in a room (laughs) and then you just like let them do stuff, you get season six, episode eight of drag race (laughs) and the untucked. True. Which is, there's always a like one good untucked per season. Sometimes it's not great. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like this. Yeah. This is one of my favorite episodes of Untucked. But before we get to Untucked, we have to get into the real episode of Drag Race. Okay. And Henry, this is your test. The time has come for you to tell me what happened in this episode of Drag Race that you watched an hour and a half ago. Okay. So. Interior. (laughs) The backstage. It's called the workroom. The workroom. No, no, no. It starts at the end of the last episode. That's the workroom. What? The the workroom is where they work. Yeah. What's the room with the couches where they filmed Untucked? That also the workroom? The Untucked room. It does not start in that room. Um, doesn't it start like right after they walk off the runway? No. It starts when they walk into the workroom. Fine. Interior, the workroom. God. Um, it's like you didn't watch this. <laughs> uh, everyone's mad about something. Um, I don't remember what they're mad about. <laughs> Let's, okay. Just explain what the main challenge is. Okay, no. First, they get Actually, a- tell me what the mini challenge yeah. is. First, they get a Gmail. <laughs> Which, by the way, this is from 2014. It was a different time. When we did not understand how gender worked. <laughs> so RuPaul is going to say some transphobic things. Mm-hmm. Just know that these are not our ideas. We are just recapping the no. show. Yes. Drag Race has a long history with this. The theme song for All Stars 1 was called Responsitranity. <laughs> this is just the world we live in. Anyway, is it's your responsitranity. <laughs> don't forget, don't give up. Don't forget, get, get, get. Okay. They get Henry's very sad. That's I'm tearing up. Um because of how bad this mini challenge is. <laughs> um so you know in other reality shows they'll have like a smaller challenge. Like for Great British Bake Off, it's the sing- it's a technical challenge. Or for Project One Way, it's just like the first one. For Project One Way. For Project One Way. This mini challenge lasts shorter than most songs. You could play like I think this mini challenge is a minute, literally sixty seconds. Um, and you could take all of the funny parts of our podcast and condense it, and it would be longer than the mini challenge. It would which be is ninety say, seconds. Just saying something, yeah. The anyway, mini challenge was about sixty seconds. This would be ninety. Yeah. Um. The challenge is they have to lay upside down, lay down upside down and lip sync. And let me tell you, RuPaul has some pretty great innuendos about that 
particular situation. Which she does say six times. <laughs> and they do the thing where you put the googly eyes on your chin and your mouth is upside down. Wasn't there a character in the like magic world of Gumball that yeah. was that? Yeah. So it's literally children's entertainment. Like my... Uh, my dad did this once. Stop calling your dad a child. <laughs> no, just to make me not okay. just to make me a child laugh. No, my dad never did that. The funniest thing my dad did was divorce my mom. <laughs> <laughs> really he's gonna kill me. <laughs> uh, I almost said he's gonna hang me, but then I thought, well, now you said it. Ooh, I did. Wait, what? you're recording this. We're recording this. Damn it. We host a podcast. This have you is seen a podcast? That, have you seen that video on Twitter? That's like a hundred uh, surfers all surfing the same wave, and the caption is "Starting a podcast in 2019." <laughs> 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 we started this in 2017. At least I did. So, yeah, there you go. I made it great. Yes. You were the first season of RuPaul's yes. Drag Race alone, yes. where it was filmed, I think just kind of in a room. <laughs> they had folding tables. Yeah, I saw thumbnails of the first season. I was like, this looks rough. Oh my God, the runway was like a foot wide, and it's so <laughs> funny, because they're like, now dance on that. And then people are like, um... How am I going to do a death drop? A death drop? Oh, one person does a split, and then goes home. Uh-huh. Justice for Jade. Hashtag justice for Jade. Hashtag justice for Jade. Anyway, they do the upside down thing. It's edited to be 60 seconds long. They, which is longer than it should have been. Yeah. And they all lip sync to the same song, which means they all sat and heard the same song six times in a row. And it's a RuPaul song. And RuPaul has four good songs. And this wasn't one of them, honey. No. no. And But I will say, mad respect for RuPaul to be promoting his own music on his own TV show, mm-hmm. which he hosts. Yeah. That's like, that's cross, cross, cross promotion. Definitely. Mixed with cross dressing. No. <laughs> RuPaul is a business genius. Yeah. I've, he it was interviewed about Drag Race and they were like, do you have any more spinoffs? And he's like, honey, we have found a thousand ways to cook a potato. <laughs> We're going to fry it. We're going to poach it. We're going to bake it. We're going to do whatever we can to keep selling you the same goddamn potato. I cannot wait for RuPaul's Drag Race cooking show. Oh, my God. I would love that. It's like Chopped, but also drag. Chopped, but also drag. So wait, hang on. Copy- TM, TM, copyright. If they make that, they they have to give me money. I would love to watch a drag queen If there is Chopped. a dragged episode of Chopped, Ted Allen owes me money. <laughs> You know he is a lot. He was an OG Queer Eye. He, yeah, he was in Queer Eye before we reclaimed the word queer. <laughs> we, before. Before I reclaimed the word queer. Henry, From me. Henry, I you, used to call people queer all the time. <laughs> Henry, you've been proudly bicurious for six years. Six years proudly bicurious. And we need some proof. I need proof of the curiosity. Proof of the curiosity? Just look at my search history. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a boy, question mark? <laughs> boy? Nippies? Boy nipple? That's why I haven't watched RuPaul, because I was afraid it's going to awaken something in me. I was afraid. Yeah, I'm afraid. Um, yeah, and so the mini challenge sucks. It was rough. Someone won. I couldn't. They all look the same. I, I do not know how RuPaul judged that or okay. who did the best. Wait. Oh, I thought you were talking about all the queens looking the same because I was going to be like th- there are they are all different races. Okay. Gary, I'm calling an, I'm calling an audible. A what? We are going to recreate this challenge right now and we're going to see who can do it better. Henry, do you know what a podcast is? That's why I've got this. 
No. Get turn around. No. Turn. It's gonna be a good bit. No. What are you doing? I'm gonna film you doing the thing, and then you're gonna film me, and then we'll put it somewhere, and people can vote. Nah. Okay. Next. Okay. Next. Throw that great bit away. So Jocelyn Fox wins the mini challenge. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, we're trying to save this sinking ship. <laughs> You're co-captain of this sinking ship, but also amazing pirate metaphor. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Thank you. And then the queens are assigned a main challenge. Yes. Which is? Their challenge is to put on a stand-up comedy show. But the twist is that it'll be in front of old people. Yes, that is the twist. That is the twist. And... The winner of the chin challenge gets to pick the order. That's their big prize. Which I feel seems like a lame prize, mm-hmm. but you can be like really shady with that. You really can. You can be shady, which I think is hilarious because Jocelyn... They messed it up so bad. <laughs> Jocelyn puts one of the stronger people as the opener and then mm-hmm. puts herself... Right before the professional stand-up yes. comedian, yes. who is then supposed to close the show, she gave herself no chance to succeed. She did, she did herself no favors. Like if, if if you saw that lineup and said, "Okay, who won the challenge?" You would think either the opener or the closer won. Yeah, but it's so funny that she just completely screwed herself, and she also was bad. That also she helped. was bad. <laughs> She was bad. We are... No, we're not really getting ahead of ourselves. Nothing happened in the workroom. No. I mean, it was kind of funny. When Laganja was under a table. Laganja was under a table. And then... um, And it's edited so perfectly. Because you know a producer was like... Like behind the camera being like, Hey guys, like... (laughs) Hey, underneath that table is kind of comfy. The queen's (laughs) named Laganja Estranja. But you know a producer was like, Hey, Laganja's like... Where is she? You know, <laughs> hey, has maybe anyone you seen Laganja? Maybe you should ask someone that. And then one of the queens goes, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Has anyone seen Laganja? I do not think the producers are even that subtle. I think straight up the producers will go up to someone and say, hey, say where's Laganja? And they'll go, has anyone seen Laganja? And then you see just a shot of a table and you hear very quietly, yes, mom. <laughs> hey, mama. Oh, oh, Kurt. Wow. I can't roll my R's. Why? I'm how are you ever going to... Too gonna, white. How are you going to go to Mexico? I, I can never go to Barcelona. Bar- Barcelona. Barcelona. They say Barcelona. I can never go to Barcelona. Barcelona. I was in Barcelona. And I was also really? in the San Sebastian. Were you in Ibiza? I was not in Ibiza. You know. Ibiza. Ibiza. Where I took a pill. I took a pill in Ibiza. And it was a lorazepam. Was it? No, that was on my flight to Ireland. On my flight to Ireland, I took a... This is... <laughs> the sequel to I took a... <laughs> So it's not illegal. But I took one because I was like, I need to fall asleep. And I did. And I fell asleep. And it was lovely. And then well, on the way go. back, I took a lorazepam. And I was like, all right. And I put my little face mask on. And I got ready to fall asleep. And it didn't happen. What a ripoff. Lorazepam, if you're listening... Your your sponsorship deal is canceled. I mean, then I was very calm, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to be calm. I wanted to be <laughs> asleep. Um, Cigarettes make you relaxed. 
<laughs> Don't put ideas in my head. Um, um, yeah. So then, nothing really happens in the work. Oh, except um, oh yeah, Trinity has her Tim Gun moment. Oh with yeah, RuPaul. RuPaul comes up to her and is like, "So you kind of haven't been doing well." <laughs> and Trinity's like, "That is true." That is true. And then RuPaul's like, are you good at comedy? And Trinity goes, no. uh, not really. No, the Ru exact goes, line is. No, Ru goes, are you good at comedy? And Trinity goes, not really. And then Ru goes, well, do you know any jokes? And uh, Trinity's response is. Uh, she just goes, She's like, uh, uh, not really. Not really. And then Ru's like, okay. And then she just leaves. Yeah. I do like how Ru walks up to Bianca Del Rio, who is a professional stand-up comedian and spoiler wins the entire season yeah which you've seen one episode that is how every single episode goes really where they're like going they go down a line on the runway mm -hmm. and they give people critiques and they're like adore you were fine but i feel like you're relying on your personality courtney you're very pretty darian great job blah 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 blah, blah. and then they go to bianca and they're like you're gonna win <laughs> have fun she has so many dresses and wigs from her challenge challenge winnings she only wins three, but she never once was up for elimination wow. or received negative critiques. Wow. You they do um like charts on the Wikipedia. Yeah. And hers is win, and then it's just high placement, win, and then she's safe once. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Really the Michael Jordan of drag. Really the Michael <laughs> Jordan of drag. Um Who is the Michael Jordan of drag? Who is the goat of drag? I don't want to say RuPaul. I don't know. Maybe like Lady Bunny. RuPaul is the cool. Magic Johnson of drag. Or Lee Bowery. No, RuPaul is the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar of drag. Because <laughs> they're both kind of tall and bald. And Jocelyn Fox <laughs> is a comedy terrorist. Is the Osama <laughs> Bin Laden of comedy. Yeah, we'll get um, to that. We are getting ahead of ourselves, though. So, oh, and then one of the other funny things that happens in the workroom is when the producers very obviously go, Courtney, ask Jocelyn, Courtney, act. One of the other drag queens mm -hmm. go like they're like ask Jocelyn about about her family and she's like so do you have any grandparents or like do you know any old people and then yeah. Jocelyn's like yeah my grandparents like they really support me and like when my nephew died like <laughs> my grandfather was there for me and he like reminded me that I was always a star and like <laughs> told me to keep pushing and then Courtney's like that sounds so interesting as she's like smushing makeup on yeah her she face. could not care less. Which is so funny, because Courtney Act is just a beautiful man, and then puts on a little bit of chapstick, mm -hmm. and a little bit of mascara, and then walks on the stage. What are you reading on your phone, Henry? No, I'm asking my parents if they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Our only fans. Because they haven't texted me yet, and I'm nervous. Uh-oh. Maybe you said she-mail, and they got... Nope. Your mom went, ooh! Ooh, gotta go. Ooh, gotta go. I do not respect that. Women wearing pants? Not in this house. No, uh, you mean a man? Oh, oh yeah. Women wearing pants. Okay. <laughs> I forgot where we were for a second. I had one of my, my mini dissociations. Shall we talk about the main challenge? Yes. Um. So they do the comedy show, and is and RuPaul that that. Wily Scallywag, that wacky vixen. He lived up to you know the promise. Walks down that runway in a dress with flowers on it, and oh boy, proceeds the... to say LOL and JK. <laughs> I think four or five times. I'm young. Which, I'm hip. And Drag Race 
is starting with season four to now has remained pretty much the same. <laughs> the first three seasons all had this weird kind of Vaseline filter on it. Yeah. Which was to distract from how cheap the show looked, mm-hmm. but then made it so that no one could wear white on the runway because it would reflect. <laughs> Which is great, except in the second season, um, when you have a challenge themed around designing a wedding dress. <laughs> and then they, Do they declare, all design black dresses? No, they all design a white wedding dress, but you can't really tell what they're wearing. <laughs> it's kind of insane. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. Re- but it, it the whole from four to now, it pretty much looks the same. And it's it's remained very consistent in its format. Like, it's very, very... Mm-hmm. It's a consistent show, which is why you can kind of, like, hop around in each season. Not All-Stars, though. No, 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 no. But the one thing that immediately dates it is how they talk and what every man is wearing yeah. before they're in drag. Yeah. It's Including a no-smoking sign. <laughs> a no-smoking... Laganja Estranja... Rolls up to the joint. Akira, ro- literally rolls up to the joint. Occur. Yes, mama. With a no smoking sign. <laughs> Just bobby pinned beep. to her hair. Whip. Which, unbelievable. But Darian Lake <laughs> opens the comedy show. Wait, wait. I got to back up. Because Darian Ru- Lake is the fat one. I know. Okay. We got to back up. Oh, yes. R- RuPaul comes out wearing a dress with flowers on it, introduces the judges. Every judge has a little flower-based pun or quip. Um, one of them says, like, oh, I'm simply blossoming to see you, RuPaul. One of them says, I'd love to pollinate you. And then one of them says, hi, which is crazy because they all had flower puns and she just gets to say hi. So right now we're going to write a better flower pun for her to say instead of hi. We're going to writer's room it up. We're going to pretend we're in the okay, writer's room, okay. of room of Jack Race. Are you rosebudding, or are you just (laughs) happy to see me? Okay. Or how about just, are you rosebudding? No, you know what? Let's not mince words. Has your anus prolapsed? (laughs) Or are you just happy to see me? And our fourth judge, my anus is prolapsing. (laughs) Did your butt just prolapse on that stage? Has your butt ever prolapsed? My butt? Yeah. Uh, Let me think. Um, Let's see. <laughs> Carry the two. One, uh, two, three. Uh, no. One time I douched super hard and thought I prolapsed <laughs> my butt, but I did not. Well, there you go. <laughs> and that's uh, that. That's our better flower pun. <laughs> my anus looks like a rosebud. <laughs> wait, wait a second! I didn't know you were wearing my anus on your dress. Yeah. It's rosebudding. <laughs> Call me Orson Welles because my anus looks like a rosebud. I think that is an insane concept. When your butt just falls out. Goes inside out? It falls out. Mm-hmm. How does it, how do you put it back in? My butt is like my third favorite Pixar movie. Inside, inside out. out. <laughs> um, yeah, so Darian Lake opens the show. Yeah. With an okay routine. I feel like a lot of these comedy routines were okay. Yeah, it was all just like... Very nothing groundbreaking. Yeah, but I also feel like it's very hard to do stand up. Uh, from personal experience, it so is I very think hard. Forcing drag queens to like do a stand up routine is not very nice. Usually, in other seasons, they'll have them do like 
a roast, yeah, which can be very comedic, which is very comedic, or like. I think in season seven, they make them host an award show. Yes. So you kind of get to like, there's a, a better format where you're like, oh, the nominees for this are, and you get to kind of like be very quippy with like the nominees yeah. or be like, one of them is like the Brooke Hogan of drag, Katya Zamolochkova. So it's very funny. Yeah. I think stand up is just kind of making people do stand up is just very, very rude it is rude and speaking of stand-up um if you're listening and you're on emerson's campus coming out to the emerson channel comedy special this friday i am editing that i'm directing it it's a another henry and gary joint (laughs) (laughs) i'm actually putting that before it opens a henry and gary (laughs) joint and then it'll it'll be um Right after the Spike Lee homage, yeah. it'll be a Tarantino homage. <laughs> this is yeah, the first we, film we by start Henry with Johnson a, with a close up of Stanley Sturwell's feet. <laughs> yeah, his dirty, gross dirty little feet. feet. Obi hears this. Have you seen the interview with Margaret Qualley, who was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Yeah, Quentin really wanted me to put my bare feet up against the camera," and I was like, "Oh, you don't want me to do that. Like they're really <laughs> gross and like." I haven't gotten a pedicure and like <laughs> I'm we just shot that scene where I'm like barefoot on Sunset Boulevard yeah trying to like hitchhike and I'm just really gross right now I don't want to do that like I I just don't think you'd want to see them and he was like they can't be that bad show me oh no and he just like kind of negged her until she showed him her feet yikes yeah he still hasn't been me too isn't that exciting <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, let's talk about the two people that really mattered in this stand-up routine. Yes. Laganja Estranja mm-hmm. and Bianca Del Rio. Everyone yes. else, I think, did fine. They did okay. I'm trying to think if there's anything we can pull. Oh, I want to talk about the Qu- Courtney Act. Courtney Act? Courtney Act. Famously Australian. She, for her closer... Just sings a song. <laughs> sings a song about how gay people in West Hollywood are judgmental. Yes. Which, observation which, of the century. Which would be like if you're a pole vaulter, but somehow you got put into like the gymnastics part of the Olympics and you just bring your pole with you and try to do something with it. Because she is a professional singer. Yeah, like, I'm good at singing. What is this, a stand-up competition? Okay, I'll just How sing. do I write a funny song? And it's, oh, it's kind of, the last half is kind of funny, but it takes a solid, like, 15 seconds of setup, which in stand-up is an eternity. The setup for, and the setup is for the punchline, they're the mean gays. What is, to to the tune of what song? I think she wrote it. To the tune of her own, it would be one thing, it was like a traditional song that I just didn't know, but oh my God. Maybe it's a traditional Australian ditty. A a traditional Australian song. Or maybe, actually Courtney Barnett does have a co-writing credit on that song. (laughs) And then, I forget who's after Courtney. Kylie Minogue, she's Australian. Kylie Minogue. Um... Ben de la Creme just kind of sucks. Is she the ADD one? No, that's Jocelyn Fox. Ben okay. de la Creme is the one that talked really, really fast. Oh, yes, yes, in the red dress. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Trinity K. Bonet, I thought was funny Mm-hmm. Er. Yeah. There were not a lot of people that were f- no. 
funny. You could take Trinity's set and edit it to be really good, which is what, what they yeah. did, or edit it to look like she bombed, which they could have done with the same jokes. But it worked well for her narrative. <laughs> yeah, it See, did. Drag Race works with narratives. It's so heavily edited. And there's one point, I forgot to mention this, there is one point where I caught them using the same reaction shot twice. They just use it at one point and then use it again literally three minutes later. Have you not done... I've reversed stuff and reused it. I have done that before. That's but what, they didn't um, even reverse it. That's what 8th grade did. It's the exact same shot. Have you read that part about 8th grade? No. They, nev- they don't have any footage of her p- picking up a cell phone, <laughs> which is insane. Yeah. Because it's about phones. I haven't seen it. It's a movie right? about girls first and phones very much second. Wait, when does 8th grade come in? Mm. Fourth, very fourth, fifth, yeah, eighth, eighth yeah. would be very apropos. Yeah, seventh is like sexual assault, <laughs> <laughs> and sixth is Enya. <laughs> Enya's in that movie. I was live to my own devoir. Or, or Isis. Courtney Act is back, you guys, from the green room. <laughs> it's me, Kylie Minogue, lead Honestly, singer of Bastille. I know that song came Wait, out in like 2015. Is but the Courtney song? Act got up on stage and just went, here's my funny song, and then sang Pompeii. <laughs> and be like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but that, now let's get to the coup de gras. Excuse me? Excuse me? The. Main course. Thank you. Sorry. Of the drag race stand up, which was Laganja Estranja. <laughs> yes, before we do that, can we talk about this text from my mother? No. <laughs> uh, she sent me this last week at the end of her last show. I just want to talk about it. She said, Excited to talk about drag next week. Then she used four emojis. I need you to guess what four emojis she picked okay, they are to summarize the drag race. Doing like the hair thing, like mm-hmm. primping her hair. Maybe like a lipstick or the nails painting themselves. Okay. Um, just a woman, just a straight up woman, <laughs> and then maybe a man. You or got the lips. You got two out of four right. Really? Yeah. What are they? It lipstick and painting nails. Okay. Are right next to each other. There's two others. Can you I will, kissy face, hard eyes, no. stars in the eyes? No. Give me a genre. Um, where would hand, I find another this hand emoji? Oh. emoji? Is it the praying? No. Is it the woot woot hand? No. Is it the thumbs up? No. Is it the okay? No. Is it the rock and roll? No. Is it the middle finger? Yes. Really? No. Is it the the pointing? No. Is it pointing up, down, sideways, left? No. Right? Okay, I gotta look at the emojis. <laughs> Going through every emoji. Ooh, what is your most used emoji? Um. I think it's a laughing, crying face. Oh, really? Mine is the, like, I can't make that face because it's podcasting, but I can. The noise that this emoji would make is the, like, ooh, oh, okay. noise. Because I mess up a lot. So it's another hand. Let me go through the hands. Is it clapping? Yes. Really? So it's clapping, lipstick. They do clap on that show. Yeah, clapping, lipstick, nail, painting then, nails. What kind of person? Is it a person? It is an object. It is an object. What kind of an object? Something you might hold in your hand. Jesus Christ. Is it bigger <laughs> than a bread box? No. Is it a medal? Is it a trophy? No, it's not a trophy. Is it a microphone? Is I, it a you're, saxophone? You're not going to get it. I think my mom is trying to do is something it a, else. 
Baseball? It's a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like tea. Like tea. Like spilling tea. Like spilling tea. Oh, my God. So, Harriet. clapping, lipstick, nails. Oh, like a clap back. Yes. Damn. Harriet, I didn't know your mom was a gay man. Um, All right, anyway, the... Laganja Estranja. Laganja Estranja. The reason I made you watch this episode. Yes. So Laganja walks out on stage in platform high heels mm-hmm. and a, I'd say, three-foot-tall pink afro. You could hide an Ewok in her afro. Let's not mince words. You could hide a little person in her <laughs> afro. You could hide one of the cast members... Is that isn't that show called Little Women? Yeah, you could hide probably two or three of TLC's Little Women in that wig. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, maybe they should do one set in New York of like high society people with like, dwarfism, like Downton Abbey, called Little Women: Colon Big City. <laughs> New York Little Women would love that. Anyway, directed by Greta Gerwig. Um, score by score by Enya. Out, says stuff like okr and yes mama yes mother yeah, yes mother yes mother i am a drag queen that, and then she is... starts to talk about her upbringing she talks about how she was gay how she's from quote dallas tex ass tex ass she puts which the is ass a joke in texas which was a joke that is technically a joke technically is a joke <laughs> and then talks about living in california her love of marijuana. Yes. And she, then, went to, she went to the town where Weeds is filmed. And in her own words, it's pretty dry up there. It's kind of like, like your, your vagina. vagina. <laughs> and she points at an old woman in the audience <laughs> oh, and says, your, your vagina. vagina. And she says it kind of like um, she has something in her mouth. That she's chewing your and she, vagina, and she's really trying to get into it. Like she's chewing a very strong piece of gum. She's like, "It is in your vagina," <laughs> and you know, the second that happened, the producers were like, "Yes!" yes! <laughs> they, they cut to them popping champagne <laughs> bottles. Oh, we did it. There's. I've never had that moment when it's I was like, filming. When like I was in, filming anything, it's like at NASA when they land on the moon and everyone in Houston's like, yeah. someone like rips off his headphones and throws yeah. them. They're all wearing ties and they take their ties off. He calls his we did he calls his wife. He's like, "Mom, we did it. We did it. Mom, mom, dad, are you sitting down?" I've never had that moment when I was filming anything. No, I did have that moment when I was watching the next episode of Drag Race. Where, sorry, where they have to interview Cher's mom and Cher's son. Yeah. As part of like a, like hosting a talk show, which I think you could do as like a media personality. So I guess it applies to drag. Mm-hmm. But Jocelyn Fox, who is in the bottom this week. Yeah. No shocker. Um, I think she starts her interview or no, no. Midway through her interview with Cher's mother. And Cher's trans son go, looks d- right at the camera and goes, now, if it wasn't for a last-minute decision at the abortion clinic, the world <laughs> never would have known Cher. Are you still pro-life? <laughs> <laughs> and says that to the woman who gave birth to Cher. And the second that happened, I stood up and was like, yes! <laughs> this so is fun. everything That's I want so in TV! Funny. Oh my god! I want famous adjacent people 
being embarrassed by non-famous people. So anyway, Laganja says vagina. A lot. A lot. A couple times. Oh, and let me say, her comedy style is pretty dry. It's pretty not funny. Kind of like her vagina. Kind of like her vagina. Not funny and dry. Kind of like my vagina. I'm moist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny and moist. People people take a look at Henry's genitals and just go, ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> And then and then let's talk about the winner of this challenge. Yes. Who I think do you think it was production that they made Bianca Del Rio go fat go last? I kind of think so. Cause it makes no sense for her to be like, oh, I wanted it to be a good show. Like everyone everyone on that show is selfish. Why would you ever do anything for anyone else? There are some people on there that are like, I'm just here to have a fun time and make friends. I am here. I am here to make friends. If you were, if you're on a reality competition show. And And, and I, and I am. My life is a reality competition show. (laughs) And let, let's remind everyone the prize money for RuPaul's Drag Race is a hundred thousand dollars, which is 100,000 hash browns from McDonald's (laughs) or like, a year and a half at Emerson. <laughs> yeah, 20,000 Crunchwrap Supreme, something like that. Yeah. I can't do math. I can't do math. I'm really sorry. Neither can I. But if you were on a reality competition show, would you be more of the like, I'm just here to have fun, I'm just here to make friends kind of type, or would you would you be there to win? I'm so glad you said this, because this is something me and my mother talk about <laughs> all of the time, because... My my mom is a huge reality TV fan and she always talks about the whole I'm not here to make friends trope. And she always said that if she was ever on a reality TV show, the first thing she would do is say, you know what? I am here to make friends. I want to get some email addresses. <laughs> I'm trying to get some email addresses. <laughs> uh, that'd so, be my that'd be my like no. You know when people walk into like a reality show and they yeah. have like an entrance quote or whatever? Like my anus is prolapsed. <laughs> <laughs> my anus just prolapsed. I'd walk in and go Give me your email address. <laughs> I'm gonna go, bitch. I would. I wouldn't be either of those. I would not really? be. I'm. I'm not here. I am not here to make friends. I am also not here to win. I am here to start my spinoff YouTube series. I am here oh. to market myself, brand myself, make some content, makes smoke some weed, smoke some weed, eat some, some food, food, make some coin. Except not smoke some weed. Not eat a lot of food. <laughs> Um, but partake. Because if I ever get on The Bachelorette, and I pray that I do, <laughs> my only goal is to become The Bachelor. Really? Or at least get on BIP. At least what is, BIP. Oh, Bachelor in Paris. Yes. I think I... Because I'm not competitive. Like I... Really? I'm just, really? I, I'm not competitive. Okay. Do you think I'm competitive? When you're playing Mario Kart, you're kind of competitive. I'm competitive in like Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. But there's like... There's no stakes in Mario Kart, but when like, when there's like stuff on the line, I just check out. Yeah, I'm the same way. The the smaller the stakes, the more competitive I am. Yeah. Like when I played like, like soccer competitively, I was like, let's just have some fun. I was making jokes the whole time, but like playing charades with my family, I will punch someone if they don't get that. Like, this means Batman because I'm. It rhymes with hat. (laughs) Uh, If the points. Maybe then maybe I'd be good at British Bake Off. Yeah. No, because that's like nationally syndicated. Mm-hmm. If the points are like nothing and I'm just like cheesing with my friends, yeah. Then I'm like, I'm like, let's 
go, I'm destroying you. But if I'm, if like $100,000 is on the line, I think I'd just get too stressed out <laughs> and I'd have to, I'd just show up and have fun. Yeah. Okay. So the professional comedian is a great job. Yeah. That's basically. Say her name. Bianca. They say it nine times in the episode. Bianca Del Rey. Sure. (laughs) Bianca Del Rio. Close. She does amazing. I love her. The joke where she's like, look over here, ma'am. Bring both (laughs) eyes. Damn. Pearl Harbor really did you in. Oh, the great Pearl Harbor joke. I, I think we Very need to solid Pearl Harbor. We need joke. to make more Pearl Pearl Harbor jokes because they are always funny. <laughs> it was so funny. My favorite all time Pearl Harbor joke has to be Nathan for you, where he ends that episode by saying, "You know what? In this post Pearl Harbor world, people just don't trust each other." <laughs> Which is one of the funniest lines of all time. Post Pearl Harbor. It is post Pearl Harbor. We are living in a post Pearl Harbor world. We are, and people don't trust each other enough. That's true. We need to bury the hatchet. Yeah. With Japan? <laughs> How would you... No, I think um, Avril Lavigne's song Hello Kitty just kind of yeah. wrecked that relationship for her. It was her. like, that was... Avril Lavigne's Hello Kitty is yeah. Japan's Pearl Harbor. <laughs> yeah. So, let's... Because we have like 10 minutes left. Oh, boy. Let's very briefly talk about Untucked. Yes, it was wild. It was insane. Every single queen calls Laganja out for having an annoying voice, an <laughs> annoying personality... Um, they do it with good intentions, I yeah. think. And to the point where she screams, I feel very attacked, <laughs> Le- exits the room where they're filming so she can talk to a producer and then cry. Not cry. Which, no, 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 no. She's not crying. She is hyperventilating. Going, <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> which is exactly how you sound during sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All done. I'm feeling so attacked right now. <laughs> I feel very attacked. I look stupid. My hair is weird. Just send me home. And I'm going to lip sync and go home anyway. But what I would love to ask you, Henry, yeah. is if you're on, let's pretend you're on a reality show, you're on The Bachelor or something, what is everyone going to call you out for? Hold on. Before we or do that. Or do you think you're going to be the call outer? Before we do that. I do have to say, I'm waiting to say this all episode. Laganja, this whole episode, super stressed, crazy emotional. You know what? Sounds like she could use a little bit of that Mary Jane. (laughs) (laughs) Calm down a little bit. Well, I mean, you're not allowed to bring, I'm sure you're not allowed to bring drugs to filming. So maybe she was. Oh, maybe she was like going through withdrawal. withdrawal. Yeah, I think that's it. I think we solved it. Good for us. Mystery solved. Okay, anyway. Yeah, Again, if I'm on a reality show, if I was on Drag Race, my only goal is to start my spin-off Drag Race podcast. I which means I don't think people would people would be like, you don't seem you're like you're into this. You don't seem genuine. And then I would say You're I, right. I, you're right. I, I would be like, hashtag? And that would be my whole thing. <laughs> I'd be hashtag okay. If I was a drag queen. If I was a drag queen, my whole shtick said with the confidence of someone thoroughly attracted to women, (laughs) my whole shtick would be I would be a robot Um, and it would be like um, would be like a beep beep boop boop. Yeah, it would be bits, bits and boobs would be my name. (laughs) And but I would 
Because like they kept talking about the voice. Everyone's like, oh, you're putting on a voice. You're not using your real voice. I would just fail all of that by doing an entirely monotone drag queen. That would be, um, you're looking pretty dry, almost as dry as my vagina. And that would, I'm bits and boobs. <laughs> I am a drag queen. <laughs> so you did not answer the question. I did, yeah. I would be the robot. No, of what, <laughs> do you, like, what do you think you'd be called out for? Being a robot. I would, be, I, I would get called out for being fake, I think. I would try to put on an act too much because I'm trying to start my podcast. I can say that. Yeah. I think I would be, I don't think I'd be the call outer. Mm-hmm. I, because in Untucked, Bianca's like, Laganja, let's talk about how fake your voice is. And then Adore Delano, mm-hmm. famous runner up, kind of joins in and is like, yeah, you know what? Let's talk about that. I think I'd be that bitch. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be the, like, let's talk about this. I would, as the tension's rising, I'd be like, awesome, I want to add my two cents. You're fake. You suck. Henry, no one's going to listen to your stupid podcast. (laughs) You know what I would be? I would be the one in the corner just kind of, like, drinking tea, like. (sighs) (laughs) uh, uh, What is that? I looked up drinking sound effect, but that sounds like a very ferocious fart. That is someone's anus prolapse. <laughs> That's someone getting a little rosebud. Uh, I can't wait for spring when the rosebuds are in full bloom. Wait. Wait, hold on. Wait. Wait. Wait, what? Wait. Ew. Wait, hold on. We'll get a good one soon. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, that's me. Sipping tea. <laughs> My ears got uncomfortable. <laughs> My body got uncomfortable. And that's how I felt watching Drag Race. Uncomfortable? During that untucked and everyone was yelling. I was uh, like, everyone be friends. I love... I. That's what I love about reality TV. You get to see people... Push to the brink. At their worst. At their worst. And makes, I want to see someone at the brink. Yeah. So how could we make Drag Race better? More people to the brink. <laughs> how do you do that? Stress more people out. Crazier challenges. Skydiving. Be- Ooh. Light them on fire. Lip sync while skydiving. Lip sync while skydiving. I think what they have to do. Skydiving and, ooh, or bigger prize money, bigger stakes. Because if you lip sync for your life and you lose, they kill your dog. (laughs) Kill the dog. It's like a John Wick punishment. Yeah. They kill your dog. And if you don't have a dog, they kill your parents. I think um, how it works is- if you don't have parents, they DNA test people, (laughs) find your parents, and kill them. (laughs) Um, If your parents are already dead, they will go to the lab. No, they kill kill anyone else. They'll just kill someone (laughs) random. They'll present you with the trolley problem. You'll become le- <laughs> Okay, queens. Today, you're in front of a trolley. Today, your mini challenge is... <laughs> your mini challenge is, there's a trolley. You can either kill three people or one person. What do you do? Also, you have to wear this costume made of bubbles. <laughs> Courtney Act, in the main challenge, you can't really get a grip. Get it like, like the ethical theorist can't. <laughs> Courtney, we can't seem to figure out who you are. I feel 
Hmm. What's another ethical theory? <laughs> Courtney, in in today's in today's act, you had a little bit of a wardrobe malfunction, a Freudian nip slip, if you will. <laughs> Bianca Del Rio, you were in the main challenge. You were subjectively relative. All right. And at this, congratulations, you're the winner of this week's challenge. This great intersection of. Ethical, ethical theory. theory and drag race humor. We oh, do wait, have to... wait, I have one more. Quick, quickly. I lost it. All right, we got in the show. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, Occur. Tune in. Wait, Freud isn't a philosopher. He's a psychologist. All right, I'm not as smart as you. Okay, tune in next week where I'm going to be hosting and we're going to be doing Punch Up the Jam and I'm very excited for that one. I listen to music. I'd like that. Yes. All right. Tune in next week. Uh, Sashay away. And don't prolapse your anus. Bye. Ding dong. <laughs>